Hello, beautiful, and welcome to Finding Fertility. I'm your host, Monica Cox from FindingFertility.co, and I created this podcast to help get you to start thinking outside of the box and realize that your infertility might have nothing to do with your lady bits. Rooted in functional medicine and personal experience, Finding Fertility is all about looking at the whole body and finding the root cause of your infertility. Finding Fertility does not diagnose, prescribe, or treat any issues of infertility. But what we do is take a holistic approach and improve your diet and your lifestyle to get you steps closer to creating your dream family. Just by being here with me, listening to this podcast, you're already going down the right path to making your dreams come true. Let's do this together. Hi guys. So I want to do a little demonstration for you guys and if you're this is going to go out on the podcast in like eight months time but if you're listening to this on the podcast um there is a ur link to the youtube video to be able to watch my hand motions because um this is just going (laughs) to require a lot of hand motions but for the community right now if you didn't show up to the live group coaching um and you haven't re-watched that one it's actually quite long it's like an hour long but um, it's one of our beautiful community members that is actually pregnant. And um, she wanted to really know about why she isn't feeling better. Um, She thought that, um, you know, getting pregnant um, after miscarriages and dealing with fertility issues, that she would just be healthier. And I know I say it a lot, but this is going to be like a main focus on it. so pregnancy is not a sign of health. I know that sounds really fucked up, but um, it's, it's just fact in our society right now. Like you do not need to be healthy to get pregnant. And for the women who aren't dealing with fertility issues or using IUIs and IVFs or even like medication to help with ovulation that get pregnant naturally, let's say easily, or maybe it takes them a while Um, it's not a sign that they're healthy. And um, this is just a really weird concept in our head because for centuries, rightly so, we have um, taken fertility for granted. And it should be. It should be something that we take for granted. We should be living in harmony with the seasons, with the earth. Um, And the fact of the matter is, is that it's just not like that for us. And it hasn't been like that for us for at least 50 to 60 years. And so with that, um, with the epigenetic studies that are kind of proving that um, our environment and our lifestyles um, really dictate how our genes express, this is true for pregnancy and, um, you know, the health of your future children. Your eggs are not separate. They're not in a bulletproof container that does not get affected by what's going on inside of your body. And so embryos can, um, or sorry, eggs can be released and embryos can be created, but there's this huge spectrum of like health and wellness that goes along with that, with that embryo, just because it implants and develops into a baby is not guaranteeing you anything. 
Um, and I don't really even think we need medical studies. And even though they are out there, um, you just look around the world right now and childhood illnesses are through the roof. It's really an epidemic. And it's just mind-blowing that as a society, we're not like, hey, what the fuck is going on? Why are our kids so much sicker than they were in the 50s, 60s, 70s? And, um, you know, this is the where the radical responsibility comes in. So I want to kind of demonstrate to you guys um, a fertility line. And so everyone has a fertility line depending on their genetics, right? And depending on what they're doing, that's going to express where their fertility line is, okay? So my hand is up in the air, right? This is a fertility line. This is not perfection. This is not health. This is not where you need to be to get and stay pregnant and uh, decrease your chances of any kind of pregnancy issues, uh, birth issues, postpartum issues, and longevity of health uh, for your baby. And I'm even talking about like things that are so common and normal, like food allergies, sensitivity, eczema, asthma, um, and then going into maybe like ADHD and autism and other birth defects, like, you know, there's a spectrum, right? And I also want to absolutely say that nothing is set in stone. We, you know, you can be the most perfect you know, healthy, quote unquote, person and still, you know, have some difficulties or, you know, some issues. Um, your child might, you know, develop something like we cannot control everything. And we obviously have seen that the crackhead on the side of the street can have a beautiful, healthy, functioning, high functioning. Um, I mean, I've seen on the news, a woman who, um, like put herself through Harvard after being born to like a crackhead, right? Like, so there's nothing set in stone, but it's just like prevention. It's just like getting into your car. You do certain things to keep yourself safe and to keep your children safe and keep your family safe and help even the strangers on, you know, that you don't know. There's things you do. And the society that we live in, we have to be conscious of the things that we have control over and do our best to um, really help the future of our health and our children's health. And so when you're dealing with fertility issues, unfortunately, this is a sign your body's like, hey, I'm not fucking healthy enough to grow a baby right now. Like I like for me, the reality was like I would they were just trying to keep me alive. <laughs> like, and it wasn't. I wasn't sick in bed, right? Or I wasn't in the hospital or I wasn't seeking medical treatment for all these normal and common health issues. I was still highly functioning. And sometimes you just don't realize how sick you are and fertility um, can really shine a spotlight on that and just go, hey, like, I just don't have enough to one, um, grow healthy eggs inside of you because there's so much inflammation and oxidative stress and two to complete every single process there's so many little minute things that needs to happen to maintain a healthy pregnancy so anyways back to the line here's the fertility line this is just your ability to um get pregnant right and like we're not even talking about staying pregnant and so this is really relevant for people who are having miscarriages, reoccurring miscarriages. 
um, or failed IVFs as well. Like, so you're producing embryos, but you're not staying pregnant or getting pregnant. So this is the fertility line. And um, most of us dealing with fertility issues are below that line. A lot of people who don't have trouble with fertility, they're kind of hovering around this line, probably like level and then up. But they're not like so extremely up here because they're not perfect. They're not, you know, they're still eating Chick-fil-A. They're still maybe um, consuming too much alcohol. Um, you know, they smoke. They're not, they're type A. They're like overstressed, right? But because of their genetics, they are still hovering above this this line and are able to get and stay pregnant. But remember, this isn't like, this isn't a sign of health, this line. So especially when you're um, dealing with reoccurring miscarriages, you're hovering around this line. Like you might just be like just a little below it on it or just a little bit above it. And so your body's able to make, um, let's say, quote unquote, good enough embryos or eggs to meet with the sperm, create an embryo. But all of a sudden, it you know, the lining's not there. The embryo quality is not good enough. The hormones aren't good enough. Um but when you start decreasing your inflammation and your oxidative stress in any way, right, whether that be diet, lifestyle, toxins, um, mental, emotional work, de-stressing, your fertility starts to get closer to this line, hit this line, and then like starts going up. And, um, you know, in a perfect world, we would be like 20 feet above this fertility line, right? And our ancestors, let's say even 100 years ago, that's where most of them stayed. They didn't even think about this, right? And so they were passing down great genetics. Um, there was lesser chance of all the like... A hundred years ago, people were like, ADHD, what? Autism, what? You know, like um, food sensitivities, all that shit. Like it kind of didn't really exist. Yes, there was um, babies born with, you know, a certain other difficulties and stuff, but it wasn't at the high, this high, high, high rate that we're seeing nowadays. And just to put in here too, I'm very glad that we have an inclusive society because back then they were fucking doing shit right by those beautiful, beautiful children, right? And this conversation isn't about, well, you should just love your child, whoever they are. Fucking of course, that is obvious. But we're talking about prevention here and what we can do as conscious mothers to help prevent. Um, so we want to get as far away as this from this fertility line above it as we possibly can and that looks different for everyone and you just got to try your best and do your best but when you get pregnant when you're around this fertility line and obviously you're above it now because you've reached a certain level it's you're still going to be dealing with health issues um, that were normal and common to you before but with pregnancy, because it's so demanding on your body, um, you are just going to be stuck. And a lot of people feel like shit and like have a really awful first trimester and they're just trying to get through life. And this isn't for everyone, guys, right? This isn't for everyone, but this is very common in what I see. And um, this I don't think that everyone's pregnancy is this like glorious, shining, like um, moonbeams and sunshine, but 
the reality is pregnancy should be like that for most people, right? And we have now been living in societies where pregnancy is getting worse and worse. And it's just normal to um, feel like shit the whole time or have thyroid issues or get diabetes during this time. Um, and, And that's not a narrative that I want our society to continue because we have a lot of control over this. And this is why I say when people are dealing with reoccurring miscarriages or before you go do a round of IVF or IUI, that you actually take a pause and a break and just focus on your mental and emotional well-being, bringing that joy in, cleaning up your diet, cleaning up your environmental toxins, giving your body time to heal and recover. Because when you get and stay pregnant, that body's like, okay, um, we're going to keep you alive, but just to the bare minimum because we're going to grow this human being. And um, we just don't think about like you're literally growing a human being. And that's why this time should be so sacred. And that's why we um, should really focus on the mother's health and well-being and rest and relaxation during this time because that baby is literally going to suck the life out of you. I watched you know, dealing with infertility for eight years, I watched all of my friends and all of my family members have babies, multiple babies. And um, a lot of those women I saw deal with um, issues after pregnancy. I had a friend like lose teeth because the vitamin D, the baby just sucked the shit out of her and she had major dental issues. Um, And this is like a healthy human being, right? I'm not, this, this wasn't a friend who ate McDonald's or drank a lot. Like she was above health, fit and stuff. But you know, that, like I say, like sometimes we look at health, quote unquote, and it's not real true health. And with her third baby, which she had before I even had my first baby, um, she I remember being at her house because I went to help her and um she was just eating like liver raw and she was like oh my god my body is just craving this and because they tell you not to eat liver which rightly or wrongly just FYI I ate small doses of liver during both of my pregnancies to keep you know that nutrients up and her body was depleted of this, all the nutrients that she need because that baby sucked the shit out of you and that's what they're supposed to do. So you want to get to a level of health not only before your egg is released so your egg has that quality um, that we're looking for, but so that baby, when it starts to take everything away from you, you have enough to maintain your health and grow a healthy baby because that is so, so important. And I see it time and time again. This is one of the big reasons I do not follow trying to conceive accounts because they're on their own journey. And, you know, some of them just don't take a holistic approach. They, you know, push through IVF and IUI with major thyroid issues, major gut issues. And, you know, have these beautiful babies, but they had an awful pregnancy. They had complications during the birth. They can't breastfeed even though they want to breastfeed because their endocrine system is fucked after everything. And so there's a bigger picture here. And it's hard to see. It's not tangible. There's not enough education and not enough support around it. But you're here listening to this. And I hope this really resonates with you and kind of makes sense of like this fertility line 
that is different for everyone when you're hovering around that and you get pregnant it, it that doesn't mean the end of your journey it's just the beginning and so that's why we strive to get you way above that fertility line because the honest truth is you're going to come down and down and down and down and closer to it especially postpartum when you're not sleeping because you're feeding that baby and you're taking care of that baby and so every mother naturally sees a health dip and if you are just hovering around this line and you get lower and lower that's where secondary infertility comes in as well so I hope this is explained a little bit. If you guys have any questions, just put them in the comments below. Everyone listening on the podcast to this, you know, um, give us a shout out and um, let me know if this resonates with you and why why I'm here really emphasizing um, your health, um, your health right now. And your health is, um, you know, a representation of your unborn child's health. Um, so yes. That is my rant for today. I hope you guys um, resonate with it. And like I said, just shout me any questions and we can further this discussion. Have a beautiful day and we'll see you next week. Thank you once again for tuning in to the Finding Fertility podcast. If you're loving this podcast, please leave us a rating and review and let us know how this podcast is supporting you to get steps closer to creating your dream family. I hope you have a beautiful weekend and we will see you next Friday for another episode of the Finding Fertility podcast.